0: To meet me in Taipei. This is Janice. And this is Jacqueline. And we're so happy to get you guys back. Before we start, I just wanted to kind of let you guys know again to get your COVID vaccinations, get your booster shots. It's still going around and we both just got better. So we you know, definitely don't want you guys to go through any of that again, or you know, the third time. And our topic for today would be, as you all know, Lunar New Year is coming right up on February 1st, actually. So we wanted to kind of touch on everything that we, what our family and we do, um, as well as our friends and then like family friends and our traditions, because everybody has different traditions throughout like Lunar New Year. So Jacqueline, what are your thoughts on that? And like, what do you guys do specifically? Do you have any traditions or like
1: anything? Um, So I hope you guys are listening to our podcast since it's technically Lunar New Year Eve. So there's like a couple of traditions that my family does that because we live kind of close close by um a street called di which is like a place where they sell a lot of dry goods and especially during new year's eve or like during like before right before lunar new year's usually there's a lot of tourists or like household moms will like come to the street and just get like um, ingredients for any kinds of food or like souvenirs to bring back to their uh, family reunion party or something like that. So there is something called Nianhua Daji before Lunar New Year, and then it ends on New Year's Eve. I, if I remember that, and I since when I was young, I'm always like a big fan of going to Nianhua Jie I don't know if you guys remember, but if you guys are interested in to Dihua Jie, please refer back to our YouTube video that we did introducing Dihua street okay back to the topic <laughs> it's so since when I was young I remember like I would say like first grader like since first grade I would just me and my sister would just go to the street and then like at night people just started like this crowd just started getting bigger and bigger and then like there are so many like vendors um selling like foods you know like those like street foods and everything and i i love the entire like the aura everything like i just like being with a crowd and like trying all the food and it's just a lot of snacks i just like that kind of environment and like the entire vibe so every year um before when i went to college I was always I was always super happy that I got to experience Ninghuodaji. And I was actually pretty, pretty excited last year when I went back to Taiwan because I thought I would have a chance to experience that. And I was wrong because COVID, <laughs> so they basically just like uh postponed it like two years later. So still today like I haven't been back to Da since college and it's pretty sad. Yeah. But have you been, Janice?
0: uh I, I i'm pretty sure i've been once but it was like you know like during middle or high mm-hmm. school that i don't really know what it's called yet i actually did i don't know if it's like or like the first day but i did go to like right when i stepped off the plane actually it was oh. like the second day that it landed yeah yeah and then it was it was super super festive a lot of red a lot of people and just you know generally like an in, all around like good vibes because you know everybody's prepa- like prepping for the new year's a lot of food a lot of visitors so you know like it's it's really nice to be around i would definitely recommend that to like anybody who visits during new year's eve
1: yeah and there's also like a lot of like red couplets lian. Li- oh, lian. Yeah. oh there's a lot of like people like writing those like cursive and i remember every time when i go because basically all the streets all the, like the all the vendor and all the like the street food they're pretty much the same every year and they like rent the same spot every year so cuz like um I live close by there so like we just get to experience that a lot and a lot of food drinks candies there's a lot of candies they mm-hmm, sell a lot, of, lot candies. of candies and what else just a lot of food but like man I wish I could go back during that time yeah, maybe like in a year or two, you know, like mm-hmm. when everything's
0: kind of really, really settled down um, yeah. and, you know, we have time to go back and not quarantine. Mm-hmm. And the first part that we want to talk about is something called Nian Ye. This is technically the night before New Year's. And what we do is there is, you know, we put up a lot of red decorations because in like Chinese culture or a lot of Asian cultures, red symbolizes like wealth. It symbolizes love. It's a lot of. Um, it's a color of good luck basically and what we do is also try to clean the entire house because you know like again guests will be coming over your family members will be coming over and usually it's it's tons of people it's like depending on how big of a family you have it's uncles and uncles like your third cousin removed kind of thing so a lot of people will be coming over and you know as Asians, you have to keep like the house clean whenever you have people over
1: yeah and also like i remember when i was in elementary school right before we have our winter break because winter break usually happens right before Lunar new year and our entire class will need to go through like a deep cleaning and then our house my like anywhere like offices need to go through like a deep clean even though they're not not Like no one's gonna stay there, or like we're going somewhere else. It's also like a symbolization of, um, like cleaning. It's gonna be a new year, so when you're back to work, Mm -hmm. like you, it's like a new feeling, like a new year. And so moving on to the second day, which is New Year's Eve. Um, so New Year's Eve in Chinese it's called Chushi. So this is the time when you um, have like a family reunion and have a great time to feast so a lot of like young like teenagers usually say like oh after um, New Year's they gain a lot of weight because a lot of food and everything like that and usually I remember like New Year's Eve you have dinner with your like dad's side or that's true I'm not sure but Mm -hmm. yeah I remember my case we always have like dinner with my dad's side's family first and then after that we just do our own thing that the day after what about you Janice?
0: Yeah, no, I think Chu ye and Chu Yi, we, we spend it at my dad's side of the family and just, you know, like kind of eat and like depending on like my family's pretty like nonchalant about when you give red envelopes. So it's usually during Chu ye that we kind of mm-hmm. just, you know, eat and <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't know that.
0: And then the next one would be New Year's Day, the actual first day of New Year calendar. Mm-hmm. And we call that Chu Yi. And what it is, is basically we're visiting families, greeting family members, whether or not they're like immediate family or, you know, like your aunts and uncles or like your cousin twice removed kind of thing. Um, Another thing that we also do is to greet our ancestors' graves. Um, That's something that we already do a lot um, in Chinese or like Asian culture. But on this particular day, it's kind of also paying respects to your elders. And again, like filial piety, it's it's pretty important in Asian culture. So, of course, like, we would have to go back on New Year's Day.
1: Yeah, like, I remember every, like, New Year's Day, that's the day when we start prepping ourselves to leave to the mother's side, mother's side's family. Mm-hmm. So usually on New Year's Day, um, my, I think my family either have, like, um family reunion, reunion dinner on, like, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. So I don't think we get to do, like, greeting ancestors' graves. I think that's only leave it to... There's another holi- yeah. holi- like, yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. day for that. But talking about um, New Year's day two, which is two Earth like when people say like two it's like usually hui niang Jia. So it's a symbolization of like married women visiting their family with their husbands and kids. And I think this a lot of like married women or like very traditional family follows the rule. So usually um, when I was young, my dad would just like drive all the way to down south and we visit our um, grandparents, which is a very, very fun, a fun journey. Because I remember like, so like if you are from Taiwan, you know that Taipei and the the furthest city is Dong, So that's where my grandma lives, right? Mm. And I just thought that everyone's grandma lives that far away from them. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, I just thought that. And then so since when I was young, we will always like prep like, I think my dad would just sleep till 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. And then we'll drive all the way to Pingdong, And then, like, it takes, like, around five hours. I used to think it's super long. But now that I'm back in the States, I feel like that's super short. (laughs) It's, like, from here to Vegas, basically. But, yeah. And then, like, um, I think we'll drive there and then, like, greet our grandma. And then, like, she'll cook so many good food. Mm-hmm. until okay so that thing until I went to until I went to high school I realized that some people's grandma is just like literally next block and I was like wait what that doesn't make sense and I feel like I was so dumb but what about you
0: no I I'm the same way with you because like my my grandma's um uh, my dad's side lives on the same block <laughs> oh really <Yeah. laughs> so we're like a totally opposite yeah. and then my mom's side, it like it's also in um it's also pretty near So we never really got the... We we didn't have to drive down, but I, like, you know, like Jacqueline, I I was really dumb as a kid, and I thought, like, oh, why are you guys, like, why is Taipei so empty? And, like, why is everybody, (laughs) like, why why are all my friends, like, not here? Mm -hmm. Um, So it really depends on, like, where your family is and, like, where you're, like, you have to visit your grandparents, obviously, but it's a really fun thing to do. You get to, you know, like, just kind of road trip around Taiwan. Exactly. And our third day, or called Chusan, is it's pretty chill to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> Jacqueline looked it up. Um, we we're basically just staying home, spending time with family, um, play a lot of games, especially mahjong. For mm-hmm. those of you who are familiar with Chinese culture, um, or Asian culture at this point, point. Um, and then it really depends on like what your family does or if they're really traditional or not. Because I remember on the third day, I can I'm I'm pretty much out and about. Like, mm-hmm. either with friends or like just doing whatever I want. Mm. Um, so it depends on like the family.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I, I, I feel like some people, like when they're celebrating New Year's, they only spend time with their um, family till like the third day. And then the rest of the, uh, the holiday would just be like spending on their own or like going back to Taipei or like visiting friends. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. didn't. I never got to do that, because every time when it's New Year's, mm-hmm. it's either um, my entire family, like, we're traveling somewhere, yeah. or we are in Pyeongdong like, till the last day of holiday. Mm-hmm. But about playing mahjong, um, so we do stay home and spend time with families, and we just, like, go to, like, beaches and then, um, like, eat ice creams or whatever. Just, like, we do, like, the same thing literally every year, but I think we're <laughs> all very used to it, because, like, three families together. Yeah. And... I never got to learn mahjong until last year during pandemic, and I went back. Yeah. And that was the hardest thing ever, (laughs) because you have to read everything, and I feel like they're all, like, dancing around. There's, like, this bird cube, right? Or, like, something like flower. I heard that's, like, the hardest thing you have to use. Something like that. But a lot of my friends, they're, like, expert in mahjong, which I am so surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you're listening to this and you're brilliant at mahjong, please uh, teach Janice and I. We really need some um, guidance on how <laughs> yeah, to play that.
0: I have no idea how to play it. Um, have you learned? I
1: I kind of learned
0: like the idea and the concept of yeah. it this past year, but I again like if you want me to play right now, I don't I don't know how.
1: Uh, uh. And also my mom kept saying like oh it's not a good thing to play mahjong outside because people start gambling.
0: Oh yeah, but like everybody gambles, you know. It's yeah. kind of just like. It's inevitable, but it just depends on, like, how you, if you want to gamble or not.
1: True. <laughs> so, for for初四, which is on uh, New Year's Day 4, we, so, I think my grandparents do this, like, prayer and giving offerings, such as, like, red envelopes or going to temples. So, I feel like red envelopes, they are being given out to people, like, literally any day. Maybe, like, mine usually give them um, to me on New Year's Eve. Or New Year's yeah New Year's Eve when I'm having uh dinner with my yeah uh, grandparents and or my parents like mm, yeah red envelopes and going to temples I think a lot of um elders do this like a lot of grandparents going like go to temples mm-hmm. but I'm just not sure which day but they do that yeah, like a, yeah yeah
0: yeah uh my family doesn't do anything
1: <laughs> they don't go to temples or anything I think
0: like my grandma probably does and like I tag along sometimes but it, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: and then usually at the end of like 初三, our family just goes you know like you can do whatever yeah. you want oh, yeah because okay. like it's not there's not much maybe to pay respects to like my you know like your ancestors oh. or like just oh. 故事的, yeah like yeah. but yeah that's that's it okay <laughs> Um, and then on the fifth day, or chu'u, it is... I've actually never heard about this. It's the day when taboos can be broken.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I actually don't know. but I actually never heard about <laughs> this until I searched
1: up and I was like, wait, this is so cool because I feel like taboos can never be broken at some point. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I didn't know that's a thing. But yeah. I feel like Taiwanese people don't really... Like, they're not that um, following the rules as yeah. much. They have their own thing, like eat some like vegetables or something oh, like 成年, yeah. or like something. you can't you can't sleep until yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i never okay, done that okay. before oh i've done that oh, really? i was so
0: excited as a kid I was like, uh-huh. oh, uh-huh. I can sleep. I can sleep. oh. Yeah.
1: so when do you do that like happens on new year's eve or what
0: i think if i'm not wrong it's new year's eve oh yeah but again like i my my family kind of just like does whatever uh-huh. it's not on a yeah, specific yeah. day
1: okay so that day five is like when taboos can be broken, and so for day six, um, it's the best day to get rid of all unwanted things and the best day to resume labor. So usually, I feel like the holidays don't last for that long. It's usually just mm-hmm. like a week.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think uh, resume labor like in Chinese like kai gong. I heard a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my dad says that oh. a lot. So I think that's the day a lot of people like. I think we'll cover that later on, but I think some people, like, set off firecrackers during that day, but some people, like, do it after, like, following the calendar and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely unfamiliar with mm-hmm. this. But usually, like, Chulio, um a lot of, I, I do believe that, like, some companies in Taiwan, um, they're already starting to, you know, get yeah. back to work. Yeah. So, I you know, that kind of makes sense. And then on the 7th day, people encourage you to spend out in nature, which is something that I don't know either. Mm-hmm. But apparently, you know, like, I guess after all that time and food, <laughs> you have to go out for a walk.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> so. um, I didn't I didn't know about this either. So it's maybe just like go into the woods and like go walk around. Usually during these time, like there will be a lot of families out, picnic, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But as for chui, Chul eight <laughs> Day eight, sorry. So it's good weather on this day will symbolize good crops for the year and second mini reunion for family dinners. I think is that a thing called Cunjou? Oh my god, correct me if I'm wrong. Ideas. I'm not sure, but um I think yeah. Usually this day will be having good weather from what uh-huh. I remember, I think. <laughs> and uh, second mini reunion for family dinners, it usually happens because I feel like in Asia culture, a lot of people like to eat
0: in yeah. a circle. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, by the way, for those who don't know, I think the reason why, like, especially like Chinese or like Taiwanese or any other culture, like, the table is in a circle, it's because it symbolizes um, no arguments or anything. That's why it's like a circle. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. and then shu um, on the ninth day, it's apparently called the Jade Emperor's birthday, um, one of my favorite, I guess, like days, mm-hmm. um, it's the best day to set off like firecrackers apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will, I mean, as of right now, everybody kind of sets off firecrackers whenever they want, but it's usually really, really loud. And it's usually very, very like, mm-hmm.
1: um, and
0: I love that. So I, you know, I kind of look forward to it, yeah. but my family doesn't really do it either. It's, it's kind of hard in Taipei to find a place like yeah, that. Unless yeah. you are in a very like big area. And usually, there's also rules and, like, regulations about mm. whether or not you're able to
1: set it off. Yeah. I did not know that day was Jade emperors birthday. But I didn't know that was, like, the best day to set off firecrackers. I'm usually very, very um, scared of firecrackers. Because I feel like they're so loud.
0: Oh, yeah. They, they they are really loud.
1: But I play with those... um bang. Yeah, yeah, I do that too. When I'm back in my grandparents' house. And then, like, we'll ask my uncle to buy those um yu bang. Or, like, you know, like, those... 水蛋. So oh when you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah! When yeah. You, like throw on the ground and just like make those like firecrackers. I love that. So cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> so, uh, day ten, it's pretty much similar to the previous days' rituals. So, still, I'm like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people like set off firecrackers. It doesn't matter which day, but as long as like, uh, as long as they resume labor, they just like pick a day and do so.
0: Mm, yeah. Okay. Um. And apparently, true love, true. <laughs> <laughs> day 11, fathers are expected to treat their son-in-laws on this day. I did not know this. Um, Pretty cool, I guess they get a free meal. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, like spending time together as, you know, father-in-laws and sons-in-law. But never, I did not know this.
1: But. I didn't know this either. <laughs> um. So for day 12 to day 14, it's basically the days for you to prepare for a Lantern Festival. So it's like a preparation for Lantern Festivals. Usually, um, I know that for Lantern Festivals, there's a lot of like lights going on. And people um, write like riddles inside the lights or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, which is pretty, pretty interesting because um, there will be a park or something which is made for the festival event and people just go there and you know like couples go there just to have fun and everything like that mm-hmm. have you been doing like preparations for Lantern Festival?
0: if I did I, I forgot because mm-hmm. like it's um long story short I've last year was the first time in seven years that I went back to celebrate th- um Chinese New Year so if I did it was like when I was very very young um, and I don't remember doing it have you?
1: Mm. I remember, so I went to like, you know, there's a place called Pingxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I went there for, not during Lantern Festival, but I went, I remember like, if you're in Taipei City, I never really been or prepared for anything like that, unless I was in elementary school, I feel like. Yeah, okay. So it was like a very, very long, long memory ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, but, you know, and then, and it usually just like symbolizes that you're a year older, uh, especially in like Lunar New Year calendar, which is not good. I I hate (laughs) doing that. I will tell my grandma, like, my grandma, like, please do not tell me I am, like, two years older than I should be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that's not it. But on to our next discussion um, Eastern New Year and Western New Year. It's basically what we all talked about. It's based off of Lunar New Year or, you know, a traditional Chinese calendar. And usually that is around a month later than western new years you know like you know february and then western new year would be basically after christmas
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so a lot of our chinese breaks and chinese holidays go accordingly to the chinese calendar
1: yeah yeah a lot of people like um especially like elder like grandparents they look at the traditional Chinese calendar. So you're saying that your grandma is telling you that you're a year older, right? Yeah. So I'm right now, I'm like 24. But whenever my dad sees me or like every time when he mentions my age, he'd be saying like I'm 25 or 26 right now. Yeah, I don't no. understand. Like, I don't understand. That's not I my age. I hate it. Imagine like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Anyway.
0: But yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'd be turning 30. <laughs>
1: But according to like, so basically Eastern New Year's and Western New Year's, there's a lot of differences. And one of the biggest differences is superstitions. So superstitions, I feel like only people in Asia believe that. Because mm-hmm. people in United States or like an Eastern culture, they there could be a saying for such things, but it's not entirely true. It just based off if you believe that or not. Yeah. So, for instance, like, no breaking of anything. And if you do, you immediately say sui, sui, N. Yeah. So, an is, like... So, like, the word Sui is, like, homophone to, um...
0: Breaking. Breaking, right? yeah.
1: Yeah, so you say mm-hmm. that just to, like, basically an as in, like, a piece, a year after a year. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that just to, like, not bring any bad luck during that time.
0: Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. you know, like, again, kind of makes sense. Um, No unlucky words, obviously. No crying and fighting... Obviously, that's kind of self-explanatory. The married daughter should not visit her family on New Year's Day, but instead the second day of New Year, which kind of loops back into 初二回娘家. Er, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: mm-hmm. But I'm surprised how it cannot, like, married daughter cannot visit their family on family New Year's Day instead of tour. Er.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know what's yeah. the meaning of that. Yeah, I don't know either. Just yeah. take it to, you know, like... It's a very... Um, Chinese culture emphasizes on a lot of on the male side. Mm -hmm. So usually a lot of the things are given to the guy first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, me assuming that the married daughter should be second. But in terms of like Chinese New Year and celebrations, I know we've both been in the States for quite a while. So how do you usually celebrate New Year's abroad? Like when you were by yourself?
1: I feel like there's so many differences when celebrating New Year's. Like I remember when we were celebrating New Year's back in our New York trip, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like... It's like everyone's like going along the calendar accordingly. So I don't feel that excitement. Yeah. But when I was in Taiwan and like people were following traditional calendar, it's more so like, oh, we already have um, Kuan Yin, like New Year's Eve, and now we are celebrating a- another holiday going yeah. on. So I thought that was very, very interesting. And I like celebrating um, traditional Chinese New Year better than Western New Year. I feel like Western New Year I'm more into like Christmas.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But um how we celebrate New Year's Abroad? I think we we um I feel like we do a lot of like hot pots. Yeah. yeah, And we don't really watch I mean we never really watch dragon dances, but I know people do that. But it's just a lot of like hot pots, food Mm. like that I know of like doing. What about you?
0: Yeah, uh for like okay, well for the past seven years, I'm pretty sure I worked like three of them. Um, just because, like, why not? And it's mainly, it was mainly with, like, if anything, it was, like, dinner with, like, my my uncles or, like, family friends. Uh, and then that's it. Um, and then before that, it was mainly just, again, like, hot pot or, like, just, just with mm-hmm. friends. And then that's it. it. That's It's not usually very celebrated as much as, you know, like, back in Asia. So I really do miss that. And unfortunately, we're going to miss it again this year. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be back next year hopefully, to kind of celebrate it as well. Yeah, as soon as quarantine's over, we can just, you know, hop back yeah. in whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. All these um, informations about Lunar New Year and how Eastern New Year and Western New Year are different, I hope you guys enjoy and I hope you guys are actually listening while having dinners with your family right now because it is a time when you have to gather around with your family, sharing good things about um, what's happening in your life and everything like that. And as for our next week's episode, we want to talk about a very special topic suggested by one of our listeners saying that if we had, if we had a choice and financial is not a problem, what would you do with the unlimited amount of money?
0: That's, that's pretty fun. That's a really fun topic. Yeah, (laughs) I can say so much.
1: Yeah, I'm actually very excited to do that. And very excited to talk about that so um i hope you guys enjoy and happy lunar new year people and i hope you guys are having fun with your family members and everything again this is um jacqueline and this is janice and every every sunday night 9 p.m um at meet me in taipei on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. and we hope you guys tune in with us bye bye guys <laughs>